Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Angel Speakers Lightmasters series on Blog Talk Radio. Your host is Terry Miller, who is a lightmaster, an author, psychic, medium, energy healer, and happiness coach. These series of shows will delve deeply into spirituality and help illuminate some of the answers to questions you may have concerning the ascension process, as well as the energy shifts we are all undergoing. Please visit Terry's website, angelspeakers.com and terry-miller.com, where you can find out more about her services, such as the wonderful energy healing method called Time Heals, the process of letting go called Release, as well as her coaching and educational workshops. The information discussed on Angel Speakers is intended for general information and entertainment purposes only. It is not designed to provide listeners with specific personal, medical, financial, legal, counseling, professional service, or any advice. The programs are not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Individuals with health problems should always consult their health care provider for professional medical advice, medications, or treatment. The views expressed by show hosts or their guests are their own and should not be construed in any way as advice from angel speakers. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to angel speakers or the show hosts whose words and or opinions appear from or on this broadcast. If you have called in and want to participate by being on the air with our hosts, press 1 on your phone. We encourage participation from the chat room as well. Now, here is your host, and founder of Angel Speakers, Terry Miller. Hello, hello, everybody. Happy Friday night, and welcome to the show tonight. I have a lovely co-host on, and I'll be bringing her on the air with me in just a moment. Before I do that, I just want to share that I'm so happy you're with me. I go on the air several times a week, and the listeners that come on I love you guys. You just have such a big heart, and you lift my vibration with your presence here. So thank you to those who call in. Thank you to those who are in the chat room and those who just stop in and listen on the air. You are so appreciated. This week on Angel Speakers Lightmaster Series, I have numerologist Michelle Landers, who will be with us on Thursday night at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Michelle is wonderful. She teaches numerology, and she'll be taking your calls. So make sure you call in and get on with Michelle to ask your questions about numerology. On Friday night, Nicole Gonsinger will be back at 6.30. She's with us once a month. She channels the Ascended Masters and is just so wonderful and so connected in doing that. So those are the only shows going on next week, and I hope that you'll be able to tune in to at least one of those, if not both, and I thank you in advance for doing so. Right now, I'd like to bring on our guest, Her name is Maggie Linton. Maggie is a multi-award-winning broadcaster with over 45 years of experience. She is the former host of The Maggie Linton Show, a two-hour weekday talk show on Sirius XM Urban View. A Kansas native, she attended the University of Kansas. Maggie began her career in 1972 
as a sports anchor for the KU Sports Network at KANU-FM in Lawrence, Kansas. In 1974, she became the first woman sports anchor on TV at KAKE-TV in Wichita, Kansas, and repeated this milestone in St. Louis, Missouri at KPLR-TV. And then again in Washington, D.C., WTTG-TV. Her career highlights, she was the host of Starfinder, a 30-part internationally syndicated program based on the Hubble Space Telescope. She was a squadron secretary in the final three seasons on Homicide, Life on the Street on NBC. She was a bit part actress in the feature films Hairspray, the original, I love that movie, and Guarding Tess. Production assistant, World War II Memorial Dedication, and Lincoln Memorial Concert for President Barack Obama's 2008 inaugural. Member of National Women's Committee and Equal Employment Opportunity Committee for SAG-AFTRA and board member of Washington Mid-Atlantic SAG-AFTRA. Maggie is married with three grown children, two grandchildren, and she lives in Maryland. Maggie Gaston, I'm sorry, Maggie Lenton, I was reading. Welcome to the show tonight. I'm so glad you're here. Well, it's wonderful to have you, to, to be invited on, Terry. How are you tonight? I am doing awesome. It has been a wonderful week, and I'm just, I, I'm thrilled to be on the air tonight. I love doing these shows. I love the guests that I have on because I find people that are just so interesting and that can teach us. I love to learn, and and I know our listeners love that as well. So thank you for being here with me tonight. Truly my pleasure. Life treats me pretty well right now, you know, still um, deciding what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. But uh, I've been busy and and exploring all the different avenues of of how you can now um, do broadcasting, you know. That's what's yes, been absolutely. It is interesting, and, and I know we had a discussion a few weeks ago, I think. And yeah, there are so many options out there now for how you can do this. And you know, Maggie, when I first got into it, I, I never dreamed I would be doing this. But uh-huh. when I did get into <laughs> I it, I, I kind of, I, I kind of fell into it. <laughs> and you know, I I observed for a while how it worked and what you had to do. And and I think my very first broadcast was just like a little trial and error. It was like, oh, what button do I push? <laughs> necessary. 
it really is not necessary. No, you it's can, not. You know, decide all... that you want to be better and then go about doing it, you know, making it mm-hmm. better. Exactly. We all have choices. Right, you know, I exactly. Make that, I make that statement every day. We have a choice. The moment we open our eyes in the morning, we have a choice of how our day is going to go. And yeah, coming at it from a, um, from a gratitude standpoint instead yes. of, oh, my God, all this stuff that I have to do today and, and you know, complaining, but look at it with gratitude. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a person who begins and ends each day with a thank you to um, God for for giving me the guidance that I needed for that day and asking for more help the next day because we all need that. Yes, we certainly do. And it, it makes such a difference in your mindset, you know, when you right, look at it right. like that. Right. Yeah. Very true. So it's been it's been a it's been a wonderful life and a good journey, but I always say there's more to come. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and the more we just put that out there, you know, put out our um, our attitude of what's going to happen now, how can this life get better, then the universe just says, yeah, here we go, let's make it better. <laughs> right. So, again, well, you know, it's, it's, it's what's the old saying, whatever you put out, uh, what it, it does come back to mm-hmm. um, to you. And if you're putting out good, Good, good will come. If you're putting out bad, mm-mm, that's that's not good. Yeah. We've seen it happen over and over again. Everybody thinks that you know they're 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 able to walk all over people, and it does come back to uh, to beat them. And uh, so you put out the good, good will come back to you. Absolutely, it, it works like a magnet. You know, yeah, very so true. If you're putting out if you're putting out the positive and the good stuff, and that's what's going to be matched because it's just going to be attracted to your energy and your vibration. Very true. And, and you sound you sound like a very positive, uplifting person. So yeah. I know that this well, is you know, my mom. And I I have to attribute tri- uh, my mom and dad to that because they uh, were very positive people, um, and they taught us right from the very beginning you can't use being black and a woman as a reason for failure it's a, it's a, actually a reason for success and so as long as we uh went about our lives that way i didn't i never had the woe is me attitude plus i watched them um we're people talking about people with limited education born in the deep south and and making something of their lives because that's what they wanted to do they wanted more <laughs> and when all of us realize that that more is definitely possible um then we can get out of our own ways and and go forward yes absolutely it sounds like you had some great role models there oh the best the best. I'm I'm blessed every day because I had them. I have to say that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, who were some of your other mentors? Was there somebody that kind of took you by the hand and said, Come "Well, this I'll, way? I'll tell you. I've been, I've been blessed with some great ones, and but I the the man that gave me my first break when I first started in in radio, his name was uh, Jerry Bailey, and he at that point was the voice of the Kansas University Jayhawks. Uh, for uh, KANU, that's what it was at that point. Uh, it's, it's now changed. Um, but um, he, 
I literally had changed majors uh, four other times, and my uh, roommate said to me, so, you know, what are you going to do this semester? I said, I don't know. She said, take a sports broadcasting class with me. I said, okay. And so I went to sign up for the class, and the first thing he said to me is, what other journalism classes have you had? And I said, none. He says, you can't take this class unless you've had some other journalism classes. And I said to him, can I take them at the, take one at the same time? He says, yes, you can. I wouldn't change my uh, class because I thought it might turn out to be kind of fun, at least hanging out with my roommate too. And sure enough, um, I changed that. And three weeks later, he's, they, I got called in. And he said, look, we're getting ready to go. At that point, now it's the Big 12, but at that point it was the Big 8. And he says, we're getting ready to go on the Big 8 tour. Can you do the noon and 6 o'clock sportscast? I wouldn't change my <laughs> my classes again and I was able to do that. And at the end of that semester, the radio station offered me a job. Now, it was at that point, now here's a, a, a unique thing, a three-quarter time job, not a full-time job, a three-quarter time oh. job. And at that point, it paid $186.56 per month. <laughs> okay, but we're talking okay. 1972. We're talking yeah. 1972 when yeah. things were much cheaper. Mm-hmm. And uh, my my roommates and I were were living in uh, in an apartment. Well, actually, a um, a duplex. And I think it was like 180 dollars a month. So I was covered there. I had an old raggedy car that got me around. And in fact, everybody used to laugh at it. It was called the Green Weenie. And because uh, it was a, a Chevy Impala that was kind of a pea green, but um, you know the things you did back then. Not only did I have that job, but I also had another job, and I was going to school full time. You know, carrying wow. fifteen hours in school. But you know, yeah. I graduated. I, I got out of school, no debt, so I was very happy about that, and um, had a job when I left school. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. You have made history, lady. I I know that. And I think you're a real inspiration for people that are in the broadcasting arena, you know, those that really look up to you and see what you have done with your life and, and how you just keep going. You're like the Energizer Bunny, you know. <laughs> and that's why I say, you know, what, wherever you land, whatever it is that's your next step in in your career, it's going to be amazing. I just know that. I can feel that. Well, I think part of the uh, the uh, of it also is knowing that it's never been just about me. Mm-hmm. In broadcasting, you are not a one-person entity. There's always, if you're on TV, there's somebody else running camera. There's somebody else running your teleprompter. There's somebody else doing the sound. There are reporters out there who are gathering the information. And mm-hmm. um, those those are the things you must remember. If you're in radio, there's always another engineer. There are the people that, uh, you know, that are there that the system works through. So uh, producers, whatever the case may be, no one walks this path alone in anything that you do. And when you realize mm-hmm. that, then you have a chance to not only bring others along with you, but you also continue to learn. And it's good to say thank you to someone and oh, and help yeah. give them part of that uh, just do for helping make you a success. 
and because that's what it is. I look for success. That's what I want for others. Yes, absolutely. And I truly believe in my heart that that is the secret to your success. I really do. Because the more we are uh, acknowledging other people, the more we are lifting them up. It just It's a win-win. It helps both people. Because yeah. if your vibration is lifted and recognizing and acknowledging that, and their vibration is lifted because you acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. It's that way in life, you know, when we acknowledge other people. And, you know, I'm such a proponent of gratitude and, and really oh, yeah. um, letting people know, you know, that you appreciate them. When you're giving out gratitude and even just saying thank you, it's such a simple thing when you think about it. But when you're saying that thank you, you're saying it from your heart. So it's coming from a place of love. And, you know, that's that's just the most beautiful thing there is, is love. Yeah. I I agree with you 100% there. Yeah. Very, yeah. very, very true about the love. Yeah. Yes. And when you said, you said thank you, I, I, I think about how often uh, I, I was just trained this way. If I'm walking out the door and somebody's behind me, I say thank you. I can't tell you how often people stroll on out the door. They don't say a thing. Or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, they will sometimes at least hold the door for me or someone. And, and I, the first thing out of my mouth is thank you. Because mm-hmm. it's it's a, it's a small gesture, but it means a lot because the alternative is not anything at all. And I think nowadays so many people are so busy on their phones that they forget some of the manners that have just been a part of it and have been taken for granted, uh, that are often taken for granted now. Yes, that's so true, you know, very true. That um, we've, we've lost the art, first of all, of communicating, you mm-hmm. know, with each other. Yeah. We're just also wrapped up in I and what's going on in our own selves. But we also right. have, like you said, we've lost that um, that art of respecting each other enough to hold a door open or to say thank you to somebody or even to when you're walking, uh, you know, like in a grocery store, even making eye contact with those mm. that you're, you're surrounded by. And I always right. try to make an effort to do that, you know, make that eye contact, smile, show them that, right. you know, there's people in the world that are positive and, you know, that don't always walk around with their head down and a frown on their face. Right. Well, I'm a I, I'm a firm believer that everybody at one time in their life should work retail because <laughs> you get the yeah. good, the bad, and the ugly working retail when you're on the other side of the county counter, and you can yeah. help change someone's uh, life or day, you know, just by giving mm-hmm. them a smile or saying thank you to them. The small little things can mean so much. And you know how, how it is a lot of times you think about around the holidays when people are in good mood and mm-hmm. everybody's cheerful and they're, you know, chatting with the um, with the cashier and stuff like that. But, boy, can that change during other times of the year, you know. It's just yeah. amazing how quickly people can turn it on and turn it off. But I'm like that all the time. I, I chat with the people when I'm in line. If I mean, you know, I'm not pushy, but if you can tell when somebody wants to talk. And um, mm-hmm. it's nothing. it doesn't take anything to say, how are you today? Yes, exactly. I've, I've always said that, you know, just, just being kind doesn't cost you anything. 
You know, <laughs> it sure doesn't, Terry. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. Well, I would like to know, who inspires you, Maggie? Ooh, uh, a, a lot of people. Um, and... Uh, you know, I, I was I was getting ready to say there there. You also ask about uh, my mentors, and I have mm-hmm. to uh, name a few more of those. But people inspire me who are doing good, um, without looking for glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I, 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 you know, when I first moved to um, Baltimore. Uh, I had some really good people that I worked with, and they were people who also had the attitude of let's open that door and keep it open for others. And I have to give uh, one person in particular, a guy who used to be on uh, television in Baltimore when I first came here, and that's a guy named Vince Bagley. And he and a guy named Chuck Thompson, they were – um, Vince was the lead person for uh, WBAL Sports, uh, but Chuck Thompson was the voice of the Colts, the Baltimore Colts they were at that point, and also was for uh, worked uh, the baseball games. And the two of them were two of the nicest men that I've ever worked with. Always had a smile on their face, whether you were the person who was cleaning or opening the doors, the people at the stadium, the folks are all around, uh, whether they were producers at the studio or folks they met on the street. They always had time for them. And they mm-hmm. always uh, said, you know, give people your best because we're lucky to have these jobs. And they're the kind of jobs that a lot of people would envy. And just always remember that they are who make you. And yeah. so that mentoring also meant an awful lot to me. And when I look around nowadays, the people that I find for inspiration are people who are out there who are changing people's lives for the good. I have a, a woman that I've developed a very close relationship with uh, over the past couple of years because she was a guest on my show, and her name is Lisa Ascalis. And she works with people. She has an organization called the Association of Women Inventors and Entrepreneurs. And she helps get people get their inventions on the air. And I'm talking about like QVC or in front of the shark tanks Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever they can so that they aren't taken by so many of these groups out there who will, they charge you money and then uh, Mm -hmm. turn around and don't, um, at the same time, they're stealing your invention. Or, you know, with a few tweaks, they've got your invention on and yours still has not succeeded. And that's one of the things she does. She kind of cuts out the, the, the people who are takers instead of givers. Right. Because, awesome. yeah, I had... Yeah, uh, I was at church one one day, and I remember um, our priest says we are given two hands, one to give and one to receive. And that stuck with me because mm-hmm. uh, I just mentioned Lisa, but I can think of so many others, a guy named John Hope Bryant who runs a, an organization called um, 
the Hope Global Forum, and he helps people who are sometimes marginalized because they can't get homes or can't get loans and things like that, and is constantly working to help uh, bring those kinds of dreams true for them. Um, There are many people out there, you know, Mm -hmm. making a difference. Yeah, But those are two that I thought of immediately. Right. And it's so true, Maggie. There are so many people out there that are doing really wonderful things in our world, but, you know, we don't hear about all of that. I'm so glad that you brought those up. You know, we're so focused on what's going wrong in the world and how it's, yeah. you know, such a horrible place these days that we don't hear all those wonderful things that are happening. And, right. you know, I, I, would, I would love to one day uh, hear that there's a good news station that's putting out, you know, all these wonderful things that, that people like that are doing, like what you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be awesome to have a news it station would be. like that? It would be, <laughs> because I'm telling you, the the negative uh, things that are out there day in, day out. I find myself watching less and less news because it is so much of it is so negative. Um, and you can stay informed. I'll read the newspaper. I read a couple newspapers almost every day and jump on a line and do a little bit more. But so much other stuff, it's almost like I don't care how, uh, good somebody's life has been there's always somebody out there looking for dirt on them or the negativity and mm-hmm. it's like i don't i don't want to be obsessed with that i'm not somebody that that spends a lot of time looking to see what somebody's done wrong i think of so many athletes out there on a regular basis the majority of them and i'm talking like 97 98% maybe even higher are good people and they're doing a lot for their communities and where they are but you get one or two and boy that's all we ever hear about yeah Absolutely, and we we find what we're looking for, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's on the news, um, you know, just living our lives, whatever we're looking for, we're going to find it. You know, there's plenty of negative and there's plenty of positive, so it's a matter Mm -hmm. of just, you know, looking out there. Yeah, your choice. Yes, exactly, exactly. So uh, I want to talk a lot more with you, but I have somebody that, was the reason that you're here tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> she was the one that brought us together, and I would like to bring her on the air, if it's okay, for her to say hello to you. Oh, I'd love that, because okay. I owe her a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> well, if my computer will cooperate, there we go. Hello. Am I on? Yes, you hey, are Stacey. So on. <laughs> Is this I the way I have to find my Maggie? Hi. Yeah, I owe you a call, don't I? <laughs> Hi. I have to tell you, I'm listening to you both, and I have the chills, and I'm, like, jumping up and down to hear you back on over the radio, Maggie, and I, I love you both, and, oh, my gosh, I just have the chills. This is so amazing. <laughs> Well, thank you, Stacey. It's wonderful talking to you, too. Yes, this is so beautiful. I, I, I literally, I had the chills everywhere, the feelings and the, the things I'm picking up on, but that's not what I'm going to talk about. I wanted <laughs> to say hi, and I love you both so much, but I know that there's a lot of people, because I've been on um, 
I've been blessed and honored to be on both of your your shows, and mm-hmm. I've been listening, and I have a question. I have a question. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. Oh, cool. You know, um, when I was on, I have a lot of people calling and just struggling with um, something that I, you are like the queen to me at, that I call you the queen. And you put out this vibration energy. With, there's so many different words for it of just respect me, honor me. Um, and, and, you know, when I'm stuck with big things, I have shared and called you in my life and, and asked you. And, and I, I've listened to your story when you were just speaking that, you know, you had wonderful parents. And unfortunately, a lot of us, it's an earth school, so we've chosen our parents, I believe. But we, we've had it really rocky. And right. I was listening to, um, you know, the, your gratitude. And, and you know a lot of my background. And mm-hmm. it's been bumpy. It's been bumpy. And I know a lot of the listeners have had this also. And literally, your aura, your everything about you is just this, this beam of light. It, it, it is. And, I, I mean, like I have butterflies right now. I, I literally have butterflies. And for somebody that it hasn't been instilled in, you know, for somebody that that is really going through a rough time and has been beaten down their whole lives or whatever it is, where would they start? Where would they start to own even a quarter of what you own, of of self-love or self-respect or I hope I'm asking this right, you know. Well, I'm a firm believer in your that opinion. you start wherever you are and you you start seeking. I mean, there are so many books out there. If you need counseling, whatever it is, you have to seek it and find it. And it may not be exactly where you start. My uh, Another little saying from uh, that you hear all the time, it's not where you begin, it's where you end. And it's what people put into it to be better. That's where, what you have to do. And it's a hard thing sometimes, but it is what you have to do. And sometimes it's just turning to whether it's a minister or a counselor or a good friend whatever it is that you need you've got to make that first move it it doesn't really come to you until you're ready it could be opening up a book you know how stacy i used to well you do too you are always recommending to people to read to learn more to seek it, because I can't tell you how many times, you know, you talk about Dwayne Dyer and Louise Hay. I, I have gone and read more because of you. Um, oh, wow. But, and so there are those ways for people to change their lives, but they've just got to want to. And sometimes when you're, you know, deep in depression or whatever the case may be, the first person you need to seek out may be a doctor. Right, right. Because there are so many different ways nowadays for you to come out of that. It, 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 you know, we get comfortable with having less, with with seeking the woe is me. 
but I can't, that's my discomfort level. And for someone who doesn't understand that discomfort, they've got to seek it someplace else. And don't be afraid to ask. That's why there are people out there who are paid to help. And sometimes that help comes from you, Stacy, because you know how many times people have called into my show and, and they were asking you, what can we do? What can be done? Right. And you were there to help them. That's the reason why I had people like you on. Right, right. Very true. But it, it's almost like you and I've met a couple other people and it's it's like it's almost like a Tina Turner moment. <laughs> you know, it, it, it truly is. It's it's a I don't think I've ever heard you complain. I don't think I've ever heard you criticize. I don't think I've ever heard you seriously. And and it's like you know, I I, I a little bit sure. We're human. We're and I, I'm not talking to you as, as being on your radio show and being honored and blessed to, to have it and, and you believing so much in me and really I look up to you. You're you 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 walk with such self respect and and self Well what do I always and, tell you though? Which I still time? got a wife <laughs> when I'm done. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, Exactly, <laughs> and it's, I know that's a that's kind of it's kind of a strange thing to say to somebody, but it really is true. I'm just no, a person. I'm doing what I was put on this earth to do, and, and that's really the it, truth. But like, if you ever get stuck or you ever feel like something's going on, do you for you do you turn to church? Or do you, you let you? Tr- I was listening to the people. You say people inspire you. I mean, we all get mm-hmm. into little. We have to. Like, what would it be? I've been getting this question a lot the past couple of days, and people just can't shake a funk. And I'm yeah. like, well, look this up or read this or whatever your belief system is. And it's literally, I. I I'll talk to somebody like you or I will watch. There's something that was just on Facebook and, and I was like, why isn't Maggie Linton? And it was great. It's with Denzel <laughs> and a couple other actors and they're talking about the law of attraction, mm-hmm. you know, and Lady Gaga's yeah. on this, like seven of them. And Will Smith just basically says, make a decision. Yeah. See That's it. what you got to do. You choose and, one path or another, you know, because all of us come to the forks in the road. I mean, I'm at a fork in the road right now. It's like I just got fired a couple, a few weeks ago, about a month ago. And it's like, what are you going to do? Well, what I'm doing is I'm in the exploratory stage. I'm learning all of the different ways. And, Terry, I talked to you. I learned mm-hmm, a lot about did. blog talk radio that I had never. I mean, I have a couple friends who said, oh, you ought to try it. But they weren't giving me the kind of information that you gave me. And and so I'm in the, the seeking mode right now. I'm learning as much as I can about all the different delivery systems that are out there and ways that I don't necessarily have to walk back in to somebody else's building in order to continue doing what I want to do, which is talking to people, which is taking the high road, which is helping people learn um, that they are in control of their lives. And if they're not, then they need to go seek that help. 
Yes. That's awesome. So your okay, uh, bottom line, Terry, come on well, in. We we just took your show over. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, I was enjoying this conversation, and and um, yeah, that that is the bottom line. You know, we all come to those crossroads. We all come to that place where we're floundering, and it's like, what do I do now? Who do I turn to? Know mm-hmm. who to turn to. This is what I always teach people: know who you have, whether it's one right. person to. People, whoever it may be, know who you have in your life that when right. life hits you with a hard knock, you pick up that phone or you get on that messenger and you say, I need help right now. I right. need somebody to talk to, to vet, to uh, run something by that you know will help me figure this out. But we all have the answers in us. Sometimes we just need that sounding board. We just need yeah. that support from one other person that says it's going to be okay. It's right. going to be okay. Those are the most beautiful words you can say to anybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I also, I'm, I'm a person who prays. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm on my knees at night saying thank you. <laughs> and also yes. I ask for guidance for the next day. I mean, and I truly say it in that word. I ask for your guidance in all that I do because mm-hmm. I believe there is a power higher than us that um, we can always also depend on. And and I um, and I I talk to God just like he's my next-door neighbor and friend <laughs> because he is. Right. And then yeah. I get up in the morning and I'm reading something inspirational and, um, you know, that's the way I start and end every day. Beautiful. That's beautiful. And and I'm right there with you. As soon as I open my eyes, I start giving my gratitude. And before I go Mm -hmm. to sleep, I give gratitude. And like you just, you know, what what do you want me to do? What would you have me to do today, you know, and tomorrow and forever? How much time I have left on this earth? Let's make it the best we can. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, that's what, really, that's that's what we want. We want it to be the best that we can. Mhm. Yes. Can I ask of a coping skill? Like, yes. for example, um, and this would help me, so I'm sure it's going to help everybody listening. So, like, when that incident happened at Sirius Radio, mhm. How? What was your initial instinct to not freak out? You know, this is this is your livelihood. This is how you get paid. This is this is you have all these people who love you and are are listening to you. I mean, well, obviously not everybody, but you know what? More well. so than anything, <laughs> I, I um I I knew I had done nothing wrong. I uh, rubbed somebody wrong. They decided, you know, I love the way they say, well, you know, we're changing direction. And I thought, yeah, but you're not you're not doing it with me. And I said, well, you just fired me. And they said, oh, no, we're just, I said, no. I said, if you're changing direction and I'm not part of that direction, then you're firing me. And it was hard for them to say that. But that's what mm-hmm. it was. It's like I was no longer satisfying whatever they needed. They wanted to do more news and politics, just what people don't need. But if that's what they felt they needed to do, it's their show. And that's something I had to accept. Believe me when I tell you, it was not the first time I was fired. And that's 
one of the natures of the business. I mean, hello, look, uh, some bigger names than me have been shown the door and uh, probably will be again. But it made me think that I don't want to be in that situation, in the same sort of situation ever again. So that's it's given me an opportunity to, like I said, once again, wake up and see other ways to become financially stable. I mean, I'm, it's not like I'm not because I'm one of those people who has saved and worked hard all my life. But at the same time, it's taking more control of my life. And maybe I needed that nudge out the door in order to do it. Was I mad initially? Yeah. People have told me, oh, you ought to sue them. You ought to do this other kind of stuff. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm not going to waste my, ne- I'm not going to waste negative energy on them. It was their decision. That's what I had to do. I let them know what I thought and with it, went on with it from there. But I'm telling you, it's like, okay, next. You get on with your life. You accept what has happened. And they're not – see, for me, success is always the best revenge. So I'm not done yet. Oh, I like up a chill. Wow. Yeah. I'm not done. Um, and so my whole thought pattern is to continue to succeed. Yes. And, you, and so I have you know, a completely not, different attitude about, now I didn't walk out the door with millions of dollars like Bill O'Reilly, and I just think about Roger Ailes from Fox, uh, you know, who got kicked out the door. Now he got $40 million to go away, but where is he now? Oh, that's right, he's dead. Mm-hmm. So I've still got life, and I can still change things for me and for others. That's amazing, and the the but for people, um, there are so many people, including myself, that weren't taught how to plan and weren't taught yeah. how to, and some of us at times in our life didn't save and and you know, did you? How did you know that you were going to be okay just from your belief system? Yeah, you know. For, well, like I said, I've been fired before. <laughs> I, right. You know, I won't. I won't say. I, it, it, I don't say practice, but I, it's like, I've been here before. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I've definitely been here before, and, and, and you know, in broadcasting and in other things, because things change, and you aren't always part of the change. I mean, I had to be real blunt about it. You know, I was with one of the original people who worked for XM, not Sirius XM, XM, and. A lot of people don't realize that the day we were originally supposed to go on the air, because I have the paper from September 11th, and they were touting us going on the air the next day, was actually September 12th, 2001. Oh, wow. Well, we all know what happened on the 11th, so a lot of money for new ventures dried up, Mm -hmm. and I was fired. I mean, you know, it's just let go, whatever the case may be. But a week and one day later, I had a job. And But the thing that I loved about the people that worked at XM was they said, if there is an opportunity for us to bring you back, we will bring you back. And about a year and a half later, I got the call saying, you can come back in. If you want to do traffic and weather, well, I'd never done traffic and weather in my life, but you know what? It got me back in that door in 2004, and boom, 
I am now, um, what, 13, 14 years later. So, yeah, it worked out. Like I said, yeah, I've been fired, but it didn't stop me from continuing to succeed. So your subconscious was triggered to something that had already happened, and you knew, hey, I've made this before, Mm -hmm. and I was okay. Yeah. And I'm going to... I'm not done. No, and this I'm is not obviously done. God has God has bigger plans for me. Yeah. Instead of falling down that spiral and letting it domino of of, of you know your first the first thing you said was. Well, I can't I tell you the first wrong. thing that I said because that would not be good on the radio. <laughs> and there were and there were two people two men in the room that I looked at and I said. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you, like, you know, yeah, you don't, I can't say what I said to them. Yeah. But, but basically the that, law of attraction, the law of attraction, it all falls into right here, was your core belief system was, I didn't do anything wrong. That's right. I didn't. I didn't. Exactly. And I'm telling you the response from people has been overwhelming and humbling. I mean, I heard from over 5,000 people in the first couple of days. Wow. Yeah. And I'm still reading. I mean, I still get something from people almost every day. I knew I was doing something right. Yes, absolutely. And I think um, we were talking earlier about, you know, how we have choices. And I think mm-hmm. it's that way when we get when we get those knocks in life, Stacy. Right. When we when something comes our way and, and says, "Here, take this," you know, whether it's getting fired, it's a breakup, whatever it may be, we all have choices of how we are going to react to that. You know, right. are we going to go down, like you said, down that spiral and go into depression and oh, woe is me, or are we going to stand back up and say, "No, wait a minute, I'm not done yet." Like Maggie yeah. said. Yeah. <laughs> so we have choices in how we're going to live our lives and the decisions that we make, you know, are mm-hmm. they come from our background, they come from uh, that state of just survival mode sometimes, but right. also of being, being in touch with who we are. Who mm-hmm. are we? And when we're more in touch with the fact that we are powerful, we are here as powerful spirits living in these human bodies, then we're able to reach that place of, no, I'm not done yet. I'm going to find my way, whatever that may be, you know, for whatever, whichever direction I'm going to go in, I will find the right way. Right. And when you listen to that gut instinct, then you'll know the right way to go. Mm-hmm. You'll know the direction to walk in. Very true. Very, very true. You gotta know that you know uh, that what's the old saying? Everything's gonna be all right, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it is. Yes, it is. It is. It is. Yeah, I have a friend that calls me almost every day or every other day, <laughs> and she says, "I just needed to hear you say it's going to be okay," because yeah. that makes it all better. And you know, just just knowing that, knowing that it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a sister that uh, sometimes can be kind of crude, and you know, if anybody complains to her about something, she goes, "Well, did you die?" <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's true. You're still, you're still walking, so do something.
thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, move on. <laughs> yeah, because exactly. I always, I another yeah. thing I I always say, and 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 I I can remember sitting and listening to a seminar or something one day, and and the and the person said, and I can't even remember who it was because it happened so long ago. He says. You gotta move on," he says, "because you're not ever going to even get the last minute back. You're done with it, and that's why mm-hmm. I tell people all the time: if you're still carrying garbage around from, oh, woe was me, I was a, you know, at a child. Here's what happened to me, and I go, so how old are you now? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Why are you dragging this around like a suitcase yeah. without wheels? Mm-hmm. Let it go. Get on with your life." You can't change what happened. Either forgive the person, put them out of your mind, but you, and I do mean you, are in charge. And what the more people realize that, the better off they're going to be. And you know, I, I, for a long, you know, like Stacy, you were saying, you know, you know, you didn't learn about money and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I wasn't always. My husband made me a lot more, uh, a lot better about saving and things along those lines. But I took classes. Uh, there used to be a, 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 a financial firm here in D.C. called uh, Ferris Baker Watts, and when I first moved to the D.C. area, they gave free seminars. Uh, you know, uh, once a month or once every couple weeks or something mm-hmm. like that, and I went to them. And that's when I learned about all kinds of investing. And they actually even gave out booklets and everything, too. Of course, when, you know, you got ready to invest, they wanted you to invest with them. I didn't, but I learned. I, uh, mm-hmm. A bunch of like-minded friends, we wanted to know more about money. We started a, a, a financial club where we gave $25 a month, and I learned about investing in the stock market and things like that. You find like-minded people, and they're going to help move you to a different way. I didn't want to stay broke. I wanted to know more. That's why I know so much, as much as I do now, and I'm still learning because I didn't want to stay stagnant. I didn't want well, to be I... the woe is me. And you, do, you two are such, to me, extremely motivating, beautiful, positive women that, you know, have had issues. And, and I know you both personally, and I, I, it's not like you've had these, you know, everything's just been handed to you. But when you yeah. look at both of you, you both are so inspiring and so motivating. And, and, and I, I, I'm so grateful, uh, Terry, you're letting me talk to Maggie because I, I, I'm doing this for myself too, but I... I know people yeah. are listening and, and, and eating this up. You know, you hear people, um, their story, their story. They keep mm-hmm. talking about their story. And and I, I sometimes I am, I, I don't like to use the word victim or suffer because what we put out there is what we get back. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like, why do you think people hold on to that story? And that's how they stay stuck. Mm-hmm. Do they want to stay miserable, or do they just not know any better? Part of it's not knowing any better because you get comfortable sometimes with misery. You get comfortable yeah. being broke. You get comfortable. <laughs> I mean, you you know, I was I was looking at TV the other night, uh, and and they were talking. Uh, the the show was my six hundred pound life, 
It's like, mm. how'd you get to 600 and some pounds? Didn't you notice mm-hmm. when you were two, three, or 400 that you were still gaining weight? <laughs> yeah. You didn't notice that? Yeah. Uh, and, 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 you know, and then you wind up, you start realizing, well, they've got, there are enablers. There are people there who are enabling them to do mm-hmm. that. So they're attracting other people to keep them stuck. Mm-hmm. And what you're saying mm-hmm. is look at somebody who is like-minded where you want to go. That's right. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And also, wow. you know, we get com- we get comfortable, like you were saying. We get comfortable and this is this is how it is for me. You know, right. I'm broke. I'm never going to be more than broke. So we get comfortable in that mode and don't have the motivation to move forward. But I want to share, I don't know if you all are familiar with who Lisa Nichols is, but if you're not, please look her up. Lisa Nichols is an inspiration to me, and she is one of my mentors. And Lisa says, we need every experience that we've ever had in our life to bring us to this point we are right now, make us Mm -hmm. this person that we are. But we don't live there anymore. We don't live in that past where all of that stuff happened to us. Right. So, you know, the more we're aware of that and the more we're aware that, yeah, we needed all that to happen because that molded us to this person, but don't live there. Don't keep telling that story like that's your current story. Right. Tell what's going on with you right now, what's happening with you right now, what your success is right now, mm-hmm. what are you doing mm-hmm. to help others and to help yourself. Right. Right. And Maggie, That's you remind it. me a lot of Lisa. Yeah, you remind me a lot of Lisa. I love listening to you. I love talking to you. And it's that same mindset that you have, and it's beautiful and inspiring. Yeah. And I want to thank you so much. It's truly my pleasure, really and truly. I, I, um, I just believe we all, the positive people, we can take over this world. And mm-hmm. and get rid of the you know I I see, you see so many people suffering in the world, but if those of us who care would just reach out a little bit, even if it's just one person at a time, it would be a good thing, something positive. Yeah. You know, a little bit here or there would make such a difference. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So very true. We got well, to tell you. With both, <laughs> oh, and Chase says you're right. With with both of you, <laughs> it it you both make this world such <laughs> a better place with what you both put out, and and I, I, it it just that is the biggest thing is just to smile at somebody. And and Maggie, and Terry, I watch you. Go live with your and just giving out and the smile and the caring and it, it it just it helps us all so much it really does you know I know so many people look up to me too and it's it's an honor it really is but I I look up to people like you too and when I right. get in a funk or I get this way everybody thinks oh Stacy you know you you've got this going on and you've got that and you you were with that and, and it's it. I'm still human, I bleed, and I get in my funks, and what I do is I, I turn to people like like you two, and I listen, and I, I dissect, and I, I want right. to know what's mm-hmm. making you guys tick, and I want right. to know 
how to pull myself out of this as dark and, and as heavy and as horrible as it might feel. That's a, a look at, at people that are like mine where I want to go. Right. And I've, I'm, you know, I'm someone who been on my own since I was 14 mm. and really taught self-destruction. And I've had to de teach myself to that if I'm even, or, or, or get it out of the subconscious or whatever it is. And, you know, it's just, um, I, I love that, that you both just really just said it, it, we have choices. Yeah. And it might like, not feel great. It really might mm-hmm. not at that moment, but it's a moment. It's yep. a moment. Mm-hmm. And if Very you keep true. telling that same story, you're going to stay in that old book. Yeah. I was going to say, you have to change the scenario. You have to change the conversation in your head. And I'm just getting up every day Ah. and saying, I am grateful, I am blessed. Even if you just say those two things, that's going to start being the way you start the day. Rather than saying, oh, God, what do I have to do today? What's going to happen today? No, I'm grateful. I'm writing that down right now. I am grateful, I am blessed. And I am loved because I've got a wonderful husband who who makes me laugh and uh, shows me love every day. Yeah. And you know it takes 21 days to make a habit. So if you do mm-hmm. that for 21 days, make an effort to do that consciously for right. 21 days, then you'll continue. You know, it's yep. like when I did when I did the book The Magic by Rhonda Byrne. It's a book on gratitude. And right. after that 30 days of finishing all of those activities, I thought, I don't want to stop this. This feels too mm-hmm. good. So exactly. I continued every day to write down what I was grateful for and, and every night to say what I was grateful for to God. And, you know, that's that's my life now. And I've done that yeah. for over three years, you know, every mm-hmm. day to focus on gratitude. That's it. So, yeah, definitely, Maggie, that was good advice, and thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, it's been pleasant. It has been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on here, for blessing us with your presence, and for just raising the vibration with your beautiful words. And Stacey, thank you for for coming on and joining us for a few minutes. Oh, my goodness, thank you. I love you both so much. (laughs) Yeah, I love you too, Stacey. Uh, I'm going to give you a call. (laughs) Yes, Maggie. I love you. a call. I love yeah, you guys. I Have owe a blessed you a call. night. That's thank a problem. You, thank you guys. I love you guys so much. Right. Awesome thank show. You. Thank you. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. And, and thank and you to all the listeners. I appreciate everyone that was on here. And I want to send a special blessing and thank you to my friend Bob Miller, who left his physical body one year ago today. And I know you're still listening, Bob. I know that you're still guiding me. And I love you. And thank you for being here. And thank you to those in the chat room and those that will be listening to the replay. And Maggie, we'll repeat this. And anytime that you have questions about blog talk or anything, or if you just want to call and chat, just my members and myself, I'm always open to you, honey. Thank you so much, and I wish you all the best. Whichever way you you go, I know it's going to be. It's going to be beautiful. Wherever you go, it'll be beautiful. Can I say how I used to end all my shows? I tell everyone to seek peace and spread lots of love. Oh, I love that. I love that. Thank you so very much. And I hope you both have a wonderful, wonderful night. Good night, everybody.